A new NFL season is here. Get ready for the NFL action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Bet parlays, spreads, money lines, and more. Plus, do it now right from the palm of your hand. Join the action, download the app, and explore everything DraftKings Sportsbook has to offer. To celebrate the most exciting time of the year, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering a wide variety of betting markets for all of their customers. You can also check out DraftKings' impressive features including same-game parlays. Select a game and combine multiple bets like which team will win, touchdown scored, and more for a shot to win big. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to get in on all of the NFL action. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Gambling problem? Call Connects Ontario 1-866-531-2600. 19 plus, physically present in Ontario. Eligibility restrictions apply. See sportsbook.draftkings.com for details. Please play responsibly. All right, we're recording? Yes, sir. Welcome, everyone, to the Rink Rat Report podcast, the gassiest podcast on planet Earth, it seems like. It took us five minutes to start because we wouldn't stop burping. Not we, you. Us. Not us. me, you. <laughs> us. Um, as always, joined by Josh and Jason. How's what it going? Up? You good? We're good. You get to talk? Why are you yep. just giving us thumbs up? Worst oh. radio. <laughs> we're almost in fantasy football draft season. Yeah. We just had one. Did it all from the car. I think I rocked it. Uh, but we're going to be doing a little bit of a different draft. Well, actually, no. It's the same thing we did last summer. But we're going to be drafting Team Canada. It was announced that the World Cup will occur in February 2024. And last year, we did our predictions for the 2022 Olympic team. Yeah. That never happened. That never happened. So we're going to draft our own Team Canada right now. Seems like... Yep. There's been a ton of summer hockey tournaments on right now, but we're gonna t- we're gonna take a stab at Team Canada again. We're gonna revisit our picks from last year, and then we're also gonna do Team USA as well. There's a little bonus in there too. Nice. I have yeah. two things just to to throw in. One, if you're doing fantasy drafts, draft Drake London. That's number one. Number two, I have a hot take what? about these two teams. You told me to avoid him. No, I didn't. You know, I would never say that. He was on the board for so long. Well, did I say avoid Drake London? You're like, oh, he's being picked too high. Yeah. Well, oh, well. Maybe cut that. Um, I think Team USA might be better. That's my hot take. Whoa. That is my hot take. Uh, you guys Whoa. both, your eyes popped out of those, your sockets. I look at Team USA. I think Team USA might be better. Yep. I do. Yep. Yeah. You don't right. agree? No, I, I think you're right. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. That's my hot take. We'll see how it looks once we put the two teams together. But my preliminary viewing, I think Team USA might be better. We will see about that. I'm very, very curious to see this one. Yeah. I'm excited. All right. So let's revisit our Canadian 2021 roster that we picked. We were listening back to the episode. Uh, we definitely de- It's definitely interesting listening back and being like, hmm, I mm-hmm. thought that because... Well, we're, we're about to tell you right now. Okay, ready? First line left wing, Jonathan Huberto centering McDavid. Sorry, Jonathan Huberto on the left wing, McDavid at center, Nathan McKinnon on the right wing. Second line, Brad Marchand, Sidney Crosby, Patrice Bergeron, that old 20, was it 16 World Cup of Hockey line that was so dominant. Third line, we got Matthew Barzell, 
Braden Point, Mitch Marner. Fourth line, we have Ryan O'Reilly, Sean Couturier, Mark Stone. And the extras at forward, we have John Tavares and Mark Shifley. On defense, we have we had Shea Theodore, Alex Petrangelo, Devin Taves, Kale McCarr, Thomas Shabbat, Dougie Hamilton. And then extras, we had uh, Adam Pellick and Ryan Pulak. Uh, Jake Muzzin was heavily debated to be in there, but we didn't include him. And then at goalies, we had Marc-Andre Fleury, Carey Price, and Mackenzie Blackwood. I think it's not crazy to say, just looking at that to start, when they take the ice in 2024, I know we're not projecting that team, but even a 2023 team, I don't think any of those goalies will be on the team. No. Really? Uh, well, it depends. What, we'll see about Flower, but like Mackenzie Blackwood has no. been... Price is had done. a tough go. Carey Price is unfortunately out of the league, it seems like. I mean, not out of the league. He's retiring, it seems like, due to knee injuries and personal issues. Hell of a career. Um, heavily, should be heavily debated to be a top three goaltender of the 2010s, I would say. Do you think he, okay, this is It's premature. him versus Lungfist. Is he a Hall of Famer? Is Lungfist a Hall of Famer? I think both of them probably are. Yeah. And all, like, Price, even just for his international play, like they really put a lot of emphasis on that, and he won a Hart yeah. Trophy. So, like, put those two together. World Cup of Hockey, yeah. gold medal, I'm with you. Hart Trophy, Ted Lindsay. Ted Lindsay, too. Like, the players picked him to be yeah. the best player in the world as well. Like, you know, yeah. I, 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 he, he had some very, very good years. I think it was tumulus because, like, it was in – is that the right word? Tumultuous. Tumultuous. There we are. Uh, because he was in Montreal and it was so up and down and you have the microscope on you and he did run into injuries. But like when you think about it, like look at his career versus Hen- Henrik Lundqvist. I mean, no, I would put him in before Lundqvist. I think so, too. I, I, before Lundqvist. Oh, yeah. I, I forget. I forget what the stat was, but okay. there was like some f- sort of tweet. I think it was like 80 plus points or 70 plus points. I think. Carey Price is only played with like one guy to get that many points. Like his, yeah. his, his, he had and like no like goal support throughout the, his career. I know it was the COVID year, but like his ending moment of his career would mm-hmm. like he might play another game. I think he did. He, he played he like did. half he a game. He played like five. Yeah. But really, his last moment is like dragging one of the worst teams in the league to a Stanley Cup final. Like dragging. Like it was yeah. all him, really. So oh, yeah, that just showed what he could do even nearing the end of his career. So, but yeah, I don't think he's making any Olympic or World Cup teams. But do you want to start with the forwards? For Team what? Canada? Yeah. You want to start in reverse? Just because it's easier to like, no? Like start with the goalies? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. So if we're saying, I like that. So if we're saying no price, no Blackwood's probably fair. I yep. think those two from our 100%. previous list are getting cut. But I think Fleury is a candidate. Yeah. No price, no Blackwood. A hundred percent. Mark andre Fleury, I mean... I, think, I don't know. What would you you rate last year for him? What what was he? It was he was a one one B goalie. I don't know. He was a one. Wasn't uh, on the best like structural defensive teams. It seems like, especially with the Blackhawks. One stat that I do have regarding Mark Andre Fleury. I believe after they canned Jeremy Colton, he was a nine eighteen goaltender. He's just such an up and down goalie. And maybe he'll get there, but like. Ah, it's tough to project him uh, like in le- like hypothetically in February. You've got the pedigree. Yeah. You've got the resume. I mean. He so, will be 38. So also we're projecting thing. this yeah. team as if the World Cup of Hockey was happening like this year. We're not projecting two years in advance. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, this yeah. year. Yeah. Let's just say this. It's year. probably going to be very similar. Like, yeah, realistically, for sure. But 
Yeah, I don't think our last year to this year team. I don't think has changed too. too there's a couple sure. I would change for sure. Yeah, but there's going to be some some good debate in there. But I would okay, say. so who who's your starting goalie? My starting goalie for this team, Canada. Oh, I feel like there's two above the rest of the Canadian goalies. Yeah, not we're, not we're, above we're the. I'm going Darcy Kemper. Yeah, and who's the second one, Jason? Probably Tristan Jari, maybe. Yeah, when you look at it, I mean, there's not. There's not much else here <laughs> to be quite blank. Yeah, the only other guy I would take is probably Jordan Bennington, and we were discussing him, I believe, last last year. Um, yeah, we we there was a good discussion. I mean, Doug Armstrong was the GM for last yep. year, so but I think the way that Bennington ended had ended last year. Well, actually, no, they got swept in the playoffs. They had no chance, but his last season wasn't that great either. So, and then this season coming into like last season, he was put back in in the playoffs, but ultimately the Blues chose Ville Uso over him, right? He lost the starting job. But then he won it back. He did win it back, but that was because Ville Uso was absolute dog water in the playoffs, right? But when you look at like Canadian goaltenders in the NHL right now, like the ones that have started a good amount of games, Tristan Jari. 58, Darcy Kempfer, 57, Marc-Andre Fleury, 56. Oh, these are games played, not games started. Cam Talbot, 49, James Reimer, 48, Carter Hart, 45. Like, there isn't a Jordan Bennington, Martin Jones. Like, there aren't it's, many. The only other names. name you mentioned there would be Carter Hart, just from the potential. Matt Murray. So, Carter Hart, <laughs> just from the potential. Yeah, but... I mean, I think he's just going to continue to get shelled in Philadelphia this year. Yeah. And then it's like, it's tough to get a read on Carter Hart because, you know, the Flyers haven't been very good the past two yeah. years. Because if you look at that bubble, when he was in the bubble, he was playing awesome. The Flyers were not playing up to expectation. And he was a major reason that they beat Montreal, in my opinion. Like, the Flyers had clearly the better team. They did not play like it whatsoever. And he really helped them through that. So I, I can understand him being like the fifth option on here, but for me it's it's Kemper Jari and then Who's the third goalie then? Let's do Mark it. Mark right Andre Fleury. Fleury. Anyone debate that or any strong takes? No. I, I would put Biddington, but I'm not gonna argue with you guys. I I, I I think like Long Day? Yeah. What? Long um, day? No, uh, it's uh, no, because whenever we do this and I'm and one of you are the one and the other two choose something i just like okay you go with the majority right so yeah. as the one i'm not going to argue but my argument would be like his peak performance is basically higher than what we've seen from any of these other guys right yeah it's I a mean, limited Stanley peak, cup right? and even flurry in his cup runs where he was not as good as jordan bennington was in his cup run it was one year but that was that was 2008 so and the other thing is again the age factor but i also think jordan well, actually, bennington sorry the vegas cup run you think he's better than Bennington was for St. Well, Louis? He was good. He was good. He was very good. Yeah, I, I'm f I, I like this. Like, I think Bennington also is a bit of a divisive personality. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that may contribute to, like, do you want your third goalie to be, like, Jordan Bennington or a veteran, right? Like, you'd yeah. rather have that. But we're, we're also not doing this Funny as enough, if we're the GM. You know what I found out today? Off top, very off topic and very random. The German national team told Thomas Grace, like, we're not – playing you any we're not picking you anymore how did you find that out because he posted on instagram a, a a tribute to rush limbaugh 
And I, I think Thomas Grice is a big Trumpy. All right. Well, and so the German national team said absolutely not. Interesting. That Funny is the enough. most random story of all time. But back to the Canadian <laughs> team. Um, yeah, I think right now it's like Kemper's job, really, when I look at it, because she's got paid a boatload of money. And he's uh, like the only guy on this list, I guess, yeah. Jari, kind of, who's like been a starter consistently the last yeah. couple of years. Like Jari was good this year. The year before, he was terrible. Mm-hmm. And his yeah, playoff I mean, games have all been terrible. Like, I know he was hurt this year, but... He didn't, yeah, okay. He was on one foot this I'm year. I'm just so saying, what we've seen is an 891 goalie in the playoffs, so... Yeah, the year before in the bubble, he was just atrocious start to finish. I think that also did have... Like, the bubble did have a lot to play with that, I think. Are, are we sure Jari's better than Bennington? Like, that's... I'm not I'm not 100% no, you, there. You, you, you're, played you're, a lot better last year. You're, you're convincing me more flurry over Bennington because I feel like... So, Jari two, played better last year... For forty for fifty sorry, fifty eight games. A yeah. big sample size. But the previous three years, who was the better goalie? Probably previous Bennington. Three. I mean, it's kind of tough because Jari's two years younger than Jordan Bennington. Yeah. Bennington had his come up and Jari was still on the come up. Like I wouldn't be surprised if after this year you these guys are flipped and you're like, Well, Bennington had a way better year than Tristan well, Jari. Yeah, he could potentially, yeah. but yeah. based and, on what I've seen yeah, that maybe maybe that makes I'm, sense. I'm, then for I'm clouded because I mean, Bennington in the bubble was terrible. The next year, he had a very tough. He had a pretty tough year, I would say. I mean, the Blues didn't have the greatest year either. Last year, he had another tough, tough year. But it was like defensively in front of him, there were certain websites that were saying like the Blues aren't the best defensive team, and they're not making it easier for the the goalies. So that does play a factor into it as well. So I mean. I understand what you mean. His peak, I mean, he was an all-star. He's won a Stanley Cup. But I haven't seen that peak since mid-season, two, three seasons ago. I just, like, I wonder from what you assume the type of guy that he is. Like, now that he's for sure the starter again, mm-hmm. right? Huso's gone. Now that we're out of all this COVID, like, that's also been a – it's not an excuse for him. But I'd love to see how everyone plays this year, especially the goalies, now that it's, like, real. It will, no, yeah. It'll be very interesting because also I think it was like after the February break that that supposed that Olympic break, whatever, the goaltending went downhill. I I think it's been a huge factor for a lot of these guys. So I'm I'm really interested to see. We saw how many guys put up 100 points this year. Yeah, not a coincidence. I don't think we're going to see that again. Scoring is definitely going to be down. Goalies are finally experienced that 82 game season again. I mean, maybe it takes until next year to get. Yeah. acclimatized i am doing a great job with these big words today oh my god acclimatized to that longer stretch but like also you're not going to have those breaks interrupting your your role i mean remember what we said about with jack campbell going into the winter break we're like okay this guy was on an absolute heater and then had to take a break because of toronto covid situation then had to take a break because of olympic situation then all-star the break and it, then the injury, and it really messed with his flow. I mean, all the other goalies in the league had to deal with that too, and I think the save percentages really show for it. I mean, Tristan Jari ended with 918, 919, I want to say, and midway through the season, I think he was well over 920. Yeah, like I just look at all the factors you just pointed out. Plus, yeah, I look at Bennington's career arc. Like his first year, he was a stud goalie, like, Won the Stanley Cup, top five as not the two years after. I'd say he was probably like a league average starter, like uh, ish, not yeah, not a, not above average, not below average. Last year he yeah. was bad in the regular season, like straight up. Yep. 
But then maybe this playoff emergence he had where he was spectacular, even in that series against Colorado, like maybe some more confidence from management. And then this is the, like, his bounce back year, as we know, like that last year seems like his crater year, but we'll see. So I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with Kemper, Jari and Flurry, but I think Bennington yeah. is right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it is definitely an interesting debate. Is there any other names other than Carter Hart? Like anyone that could pop up over like this season, a breakout candidate? So, yes. In terms of like breakout candidates and such, I mean, we discussed last episode, Eric Comrie's in a good position to break out. He had a good year this year as a backup. You got one. I was going to say one of the three eight, uh, Vegas goalies. Inhill just got traded today for a fourth round pick uh, to Vegas. They're all Canadian. They're all That's Canadian. A good point. Aiden Hill, La- Laurent Boissat, or Larry and, Larry Beans, and then Logan Thompson. One yeah. of those guys, if they, if one of them is able to take the starting role, I don't think it'd be a de- like. I think we could see their names crop up in these conversations. I wonder why they're they're going with Aiden Hill. It'll probably be Aiden Hill and La- Laurent Brossois. No, like they'll probably just roll three and What's just their, to get off the, topic, but. Weird. What's their cap like situation? They still have two. Are any of them able able to be sent down? Yeah, Logan Thompson. So he's getting sent down. Yeah, there's your answer right Surprising. there. Surprising. Maybe they want to develop him a little. Maybe more. a little he Jake Ottinger been... light situation, but very very light. Yeah, very very, very, light. very light. Yeah, I would say not so the same well. pedigree, but yeah. No, no. no. Anyone so, else? Um. So we said Eric Comrie. You said Logan Thompson, Aiden Hill. Potentially, we'll see what he really is. Uh, I did have a another name. I mean, there's Wedgwood, but I don't not. It's no. not a great era for Canadian goalies. It's it really, really isn't. No. Really isn't. No. I mean, like, I don't know. Jake Allen's going to be the starter, but really? he's no. meh. I don't know. I mean, like Chris Dreger, if you were talking beginning of last season, you could have made an argument. Hey, like. But it's just compared to the USA goalies we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I think no, USA yeah, might have exactly. five guys that would start for Team Canada. Probably. Well, cons- they cons- have like nine. Cons- <laughs> oh, do you guys know who the fifth who played the, of all the Canadian goalies in the NHL this year? Fifth most games played. Who do you Matt think? Matt Murray. Yeah, no, so I'm, I'm James Reimer. Oh, yeah. Forty nine games, forty eight games for James Reimer. Yep. At one point, he was like a nine forty goaltender, mm-hmm. and it slipped all the way to nine eleven. So, you know. But in terms of USA, yeah, you're right. But on top of that, in terms of quality, the best country for quality goaltenders in like the world i would say is um the athletes coming out of russia yeah i don't want to yeah. i don't want to say <laughs> i got to be careful with my words there but i mean when you're looking at it Ilya Sorokin Andre Vasilevsky uh Igor Shesterkin yeah, and then the three Sergei Bobrovsky is a very yeah. still solid goaltender like yeah that's peak wrong. that's top that's, top notch yeah that's top notch three of your yeah. top 6 vesna goaltenders right there hell yeah um, all right, let's go move on to the defenseman. So right. from last year's list, I think I can make the bold proclamation that we'll keep the top pairing of Taves and Makar. Really? No, I'm kidding. Like, that's a no-brainer. Yes. I think they, they just were the top pairing for the Stanley Cup champions. Kel McCarr is the best defenseman in the league. Mm-hmm. Taves is the perfect defense partner to complement his skill set. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. They skate very well. Like, yeah. They're just move the puck. They're going to do defensively. Yeah. They're fine as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just, it's the best pairing in the league. Like who, so who and would they're be? locked up long-term in yep. Colorado? Oh too. yeah. Jeez. Good numbers. Jeez, too. Man. Great. Honestly, great numbers. Actually not good. Great numbers. Yep. But so who are we, who are we adding as the third defenseman here? Oh, was there, here's a different way to phrase it. Was there a defenseman 
like in our top six last year that you would take out for sure. So our defenseman from last year. Yeah, I don't think Dougie Hamilton is a top six Canadian defender anymore. But uh, yeah. are we punishing him because he got hurt? Possibly. But like, That's if you're asking me of all those guys, I think if you, so, so other than Taves and Makar, we have Theodore Petrangelo, Shabbat, and Hamilton was our top six. Like, I actually don't know if it was Shabbat or not. I can't remember if it was him or Chikrin. It might have been Chikrin. I think it was Chikrin. I have Shabbat written down, but I don't think that's correct. Yeah, it was Shabbat oh, yeah, or Chikrin. But I, I guess Chikrin from, I don't know. That's tough. That's tough. Because I think all these guys could make it, but I don't think they'd be in the top six. Because there's a very obvious guy here that we didn't have last year that I think would actually be my third pick of defenseman. He would actually be my second behind Makar. Aaron Ekblad? Aaron Ekblad. It's a, it's a, I had him in here. It's an absolute no-brainer. And I think you could probably put him on either side if you want. Because he's played either side. But which side do you want me to put him on? Right side. Look, okay. When you look at the rest, okay, right side. For that's right now, I, yeah. That's where I have him too. But yeah, I think Aaron Ekblad is, uh, has really developed into the pre-draft pedigree that you yeah. know followed him around. He also contributes like great goal production. I'm not saying that he's going to be like running PP one. Cause obviously I think Makar is, but he'd probably be your PP two guy, mm-hmm. maybe score some goals in regulation. And yeah, he, and he, he's physical. He's big. I think he's a no brainer to head up your second, possibly even your like only more thing about player. him is durability. Now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The injuries two, have, have two come big around lower body injuries for sure. For sure. But I, I don't think we had him last year because of, of the, the injuries, injuries. but I, I think injury. he's firmly in there for me. Any yeah. disagreement there? No, not at all. No, that's he's a, he's a great defenseman. Fourth in Canadian defenseman scoring, and he only played 61 games last year. Yeah, so I like that. Not bad. I like that a lot. So um, are we going to make cuts then? And then, like, because we already have to make some cuts. Well, yeah, we're doing well, well, we're doing we're just gonna go how many? 70? Uh, we'll do seven eight again. Eight. We'll do eight again. No. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that Vegas duo is still there. I don't see any reason to take him off. So that's an interesting one, mainly because like Petrangelo again didn't put up great results. He didn't put up great results in his first year in Vegas either. Um, Theodore did struggle this year too. But like but, the the bar in what you're saying struggle compared to the other defensemen that you could add. I don't think it's like and there's nobody else that I'm like wow this guy's really stepped up and I'm gonna add him over this Vegas duo unless you guys see a, a name that I'm missing. Well, I'll get into it in the end. But, like, with them, they're still very good players. I think the hockey ability is still there. Alex Petrangelo played 80 games last year. There was no injuries with either of them. Shea, as far as I'm, I know of, Shea yeah. Theodore, 78 games, Alex Petrangelo, 80. And the results were Shea Theodore, 52 points, Alex Petrangelo, 44. I think they also did struggle because the system wasn't very good for them. It wasn't a good fit, as well as there was a lot of injuries in Vegas last year. Yeah. Like, a ton of injuries. And as the two primary offensive defensemen on that team, they were trying to do way too much out there. Right? I, I just remember what these guys did in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, these are still really good defensemen. Yeah. I mean, if you go off their play in Vegas last year, Mark Stone might not make this team, and Jack Eichel might not make the American team. Yeah. So I think you need to like, really, if you look at this, when we go to the USA, if you look at their centers, Jack Eichel is not as of last year's play. He's not one of their four best centers. Ooh. He's not off last year's play. Yeah. I That's why so. I think you need to take more of a like open-ended approach to this, in my opinion, and say as much of a quote unquote step back, these guys took, I don't think again, there's anyone that made a leap. That's my opinion, but you seem to have a name that's taken a leap ahead of them. 
Like I, these guys I know can play tough minutes. They can play together mm-hmm. if you want. They can play separate. These guys both are, can chip in offensively. Theodore, I think, is one of the better offensive weapons that you could have on a team. Maybe you don't need that because yeah. you have McCarr, but in a third pair, maybe seventh D, even I think him and Ekblad would be a great pair. And like you said, Petrangelo has carried a heavy load in the past. Like if you were putting yourself in the GM shoes, he would be picked for sure. But we're picking our own team, mm-hmm. right? What, you, anything, Jason, to chime in? No, I wonder if um, Petrangelo is kind of teetering now, like teetering his way off the team. I think I would have Theodore over Petrangelo right now if I had like like if you made me right. decide between the two. Um, but again, like I, it, it's going to depend on how you want to build that team, right? Because there are other, like because there are a lot of like I think Ekblad, Makar, Taves, and Theodore, if you had those four, that's already like uh, they're all well-rounded players, but they're a lot more offensive leaning, right? And some like I don't know, they don't have like I think Makar and you're Taves saying are good defensively. Petrangelo could be your defensive fit or no? No, I don't. I don't know if he can. Mm, okay, I don't know if he can. there might be better options out there. But interesting, I like yeah. Right, let's hear the options then. If we can't agree on these guys, let's. So hear. the other names we got out there. I don't know how much you're going to like this one. Mackenzie Weger. Yeah, sure. But like, if you're talking about guys mm-hmm. having big mistakes and then yeah, yeah, Weger's yeah. the next guy you mentioned. Of course. Right? Like, I'll, I'll throw him up there for sure. I think. Put him in honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah. I'll put all these guys and we'll figure I, it out. I, and I know this sounds wild, but like, what about like a Christopher Tanev type? Like, Chris, like literally Christopher Tanev. Maybe. I, I don't think he's, he's a good at defensive that level. defenseman. But the thing is with him, if you're going with him, I'd rather Adam Pellick over him. Yep. Yeah, because in I terms agree. of pure defensive ability, um, in terms of offensive ability, let's, I'll throw out some names. Chris Letang. I mean, on the older end, yeah, maybe he losing a step, but Chris Letang definitely deserves some love. Um, Noah Dobson, I think, in terms of trajectory, kind of getting there. Maybe that's, that's early for me. I think early. But yeah, and then Morgan, that's, that's and then in, in terms of offensive scope, Morgan Riley. Morgan Riley would be ahead of Dobson for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just mean in terms of like... Yeah, yeah, no. Those are good names. Those are really good names. The, As of like right now today, based on last season's play, Riley over Dobson. This guy, but, you didn't even mention him. I'll oh, take yeah, him over all these guys. I forgot. Yeah. Thomas Shabbat. And then how about this guy? Dougie Hamilton. Drew Doughty. Drew yeah. Doughty. You know what? I don't hate he that. He had a great year, but Doughty, I just Dougie wonder Hamilton. at age 31 with that knee injury. But... but yeah, okay, fair with the, with the knee injury. But the way we were talking about Petrangelo is how everyone was talking about Dowdy before mm-hmm. like That's everything true. came together for his team. And then, like, oh, wow, his numbers just suddenly got yeah. significantly better. Yeah. Team's not doing well. You're not like, you're not playing well. Then I, all of a sudden, your team does better, he, and you he, start playing He well. also is less engaged when the team is. I think we're going to have a hard time agreeing on the, this one. Yeah, this is I'm going to throw one more name in there as a long shot. Instead of Noah Dobson, what about Owen Power? What about Evan Bouchard? No, I'm not going with I'm, I'm going with Do- Dobson over Power. Let's let's do a friendly bet. This time, end of next year, you'll be for sure saying Owen Power is better than Noah. Dobson. Owen Power, yes, as a rookie, yes. I don't know, maybe in a maybe in a couple of years, not next year. Let's at the end of next year, we'll revisit, put it down on the board, see who Joe thinks is a, is a better player, Dobson or Power. Why have you been watching Owen Power? I just, I just it's just a hunch. Just a hunch. No, I have. I honestly haven't. I watched like two games of him when he played during the season. But okay, I, I would right, take I definitely mean. take power for sure. Wow. Okay, so that's a bold one. Playing I don't think in, that's that bold. In Buffalo. I don't think that's that bold. I really don't. But 
Um, yeah, I think we kind of glossed over Dougie Hamilton. He probably still deserves a spot. I think he deserves the benefit of the doubt just because of the s- so many good seasons previously to this year. And, so is Chikrin he knocked was, out from contention? No, Chikrin should still be in contention. For sure. But I, I think Hamilton so deserves to be on this team of, of those. Like, for me, what's the difference between... Dougie Hamilton's season and Alex Petrangelo's season. No, you're right. Well, D- Dougie and Hamilton... Petra- and Hamilton has more of a history of taking terrible penalties and being terrible in the playoffs. That's true. But D- Dougie Hamilton br- did break his hand, and he was playing with like w- through injury. Yeah, yeah. He so, played 62 games, though. He yeah. still played a significant yeah, amount. Yeah, but he so played a, a, a bunch of those while yeah. still being hurt, right? So that's... No, could, I, I'm saying he should still be on the team. I'm yeah. just, all right, so we have three on the team, and we just named 12 other guys. So <laughs> let's try to narrow this down of guys you think... Yeah. Who's the next guy up on the team when you look at these defenses? Theodore. Theodore? Shake Theodore, yeah. No problem with that. All right, so we got Theodore. Delete him from contention. We need to, yeah. And then I think Pelic, we should just slot in as like a fourth right D no matter what because I think that, again, is a guy who, if I'm building a team Canada, that's someone I want on my team. That's hard to disagree with. Any disagreement, Joe? In terms of like a depth guy, sure. Like, Is he on the team for sure, though? Like he's not playing for sure. So then I'd like him on the I, team. I think you I think Thomas Shabbat is probably higher than him. Yeah. Hmm. 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 We have ourselves a predicament right now. I also think Jacob Chikrin should still be on the team. So I then think, is Petrangelo I, still on the yes. team? Yes. Yeah. So, so uh, you've just the, listed like eight guys that that's should it. Those still are the be? eight guys. Okay. Those are the eight guys that I would put on the team, but I don't know if you guys agree or not. That's why it's a that's Okay, so it's debate. Taves McCarr, Theodore Ekblad. Um who'd you have on lefty there? Shabbat. This might be Ottawa's next pairing. Shabbat Chikrin. And then and then Petrangelo. Hamilton, Hamilton Petrangelo? Dowdy. Yeah. Hamilton Petrangelo. I think that's uh, that would probably be how I did it, but I don't know if that's how you guys. You guys seem to be out on Petrangelo, so I'm gonna. I'm not. Him. I'm not out on. Oh, Petrangelo. you're in on. You're in on. You're in on. Okay. There is just debate regarding him. I would say. Yeah, for sure. Didn't have the sexiest season, but he still hasn't taken a step back. In in my opinion, he's still the same old Alex Petrangelo. So, hmm. Chikrin Shabbat. You don't like those two, eh? I can hear them. I'm just, I'm just trying to conceptualize. This is great radio. I know. Well, Shabbat's so like be... in terms of guys that I would ask for sure, Tanev, no. Um, yeah, for sure, Tanev. I would have those guys over Dowdy for sure. I know Dowdy had a spectacular yeah. run, but a little Dob- too early for Dobson. Dobson and Power. Dobson out for sure. Power. What no. about Morgan Riley? <laughs> be an interesting like seventh D. I don't know. I think he has a better shot to make it than we're making it. Yeah, no, no, for, for sure. sure. But would I pick? Uh, are we doing it on? Are we doing it predictive or how we would do it? No, we're doing it how we would do it. Yeah, how I wouldn't we have would. him on my team. So okay. yeah, if Kyle Dubas was the GM, yes, Morgan Riley's on the team, but he is not. Mm-mm. Well, so. like if if you needed a guy to play on, I guess your two PP, you'd get him. But you have enough power you play have, like, guys. You have that's the thing. Have you like look, seven guys that you are have so many good offensive defensemen. Like yeah. who's your who's your Pronger Niedermeyer pairing? Like who's your Bomeister Petrangelo pairing? Like that's why I threw out the names that I threw out. Taves McCarr. I mean, it's a different style. But like the style. defensive version. It's a different style. I still think. Yeah. I, I agree. think you no, could I make an so. argument that Taves McCarr is like a more modern day version of those pairs. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah kind of. The thing about Chikrin is like 
that Arizona team was so bad. He started so bad, but then he started to come around. Well, he's in the same boat as Petrangelo. Yeah. And in Hamilton, my opinion. Yeah. But I can just see more of Hamilton's like, different, though, because Hamilton got injured and the injuries derailed him. Chikrin Petrangelo. Chikrin got injured. Oh, Chikrin did get injured. He was out for a while. He, only, he played mm-hmm. 13 40s. less games than That's Hamilton. That's true. Yeah. So, wow. Because so he he's was a mix. So he's a good mix of Petrangelo mm-hmm. Hamilton. Actually, he was he was more injured than Hamilton this year. I I think especially if Chicken gets traded to literally any team in the league, it doesn't matter where. Yeah, he should I, just be better. He's gonna be on yeah. this team for sure. Yeah, nice results will be better. I mean, he's still the same old Chicken. Chick- I feel, it sounds like player. you guys would put Hamilton on the team for sure. No. Do we have too many right-handed shots now? No, we don't. Because Chicken's actually left, but he oh, can play right. Oh, yeah, Shabak got injured this year, too. Yeah. Who didn't get injured this year? Holy moly. So Shabbat's a left-handed defenseman. Yeah. Would you have him in? I would have Shabbat third pair right lefty. I'm fine with that. Yeah. The other thing about Shabbat, again, if we keep the theme long, rangy, he's not a defensive player, but he plays with a big stick, let's say that. Like, there's no small kind of, other than Makar, right? All these guys have length. All these guys can skate. Decently, no one's overly physical, but decently physical. You're right. You don't have, like, your grindy defensive defenseman no, on this team. Don't. But I don't think in the Olympics you need that. Or no. the quote-unquote World Cup. Like, there's so mm-hmm. much skill. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And, again, Taves and Makar or Theodore Ekblad or whatever, like, you can, you can figure that out on the fly, kind of. So, I think Petrangelo, third pair, right D. Okay. Chikrin is the seventh D. And then... Up for interpretation this last. So it would be between Hamilton, Uyghur, Latang, Pelic, and Shabbat. I'd go Hamilton out of those guys. Yeah, right? I agree. I think that's a that's a really good decor. I really do. Yeah, I'd argue all those guys are like balanced to a yeah. defense. Yeah. Yeah. When I was talking about like length and range, it's just like all these guys can go up the ice and then back down mm-hmm. the ice, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I mean, I think it's still being fair to Dougie Hamilton. Like last year, he was no doubt in, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. With us, and then it's like, okay, I think one bad year. Yeah. You I don't think. Dox I think these much. three guys at the end, Petrangelo, Hamilton, Chicken, were given like the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, for sure. Which is fair. Okay, solid. So our decor is Taves, McCarr, Theodore Ekblad, Shabbat, Petrangelo, Hamilton, Chicken. So only one change from last year, which was Ekblad, Ekblad for in. Pollock. Yeah, I like that. I Some think that's that. accurate. All I right. I don't think Shabbat. Was oh, and Shabbat eight. for Pellick. Yeah, so we changed out our Islanders pairs. Yeah, and it, who knows? Maybe they'll get back in there, but wouldn't doubt it at all. Uh, all right, the forwards. Right, forwards. This should be probably the easiest one. I'm not sure though. Yeah. Really? So you don't think so? Oh. I think there's some names that. Yeah, there is. There is. I'm, the fringe will be the fringe will be tougher, yeah. but the core is super. Hundred percent. I think the first the the top six stays the same. So I'm just gonna go with Connor McDavid. No debate. Okay. Anywhere. <laughs> and I'm going to put McKinnon as second line center. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. We can okay. move him after. Yeah. I still think Crosby is a center on this team. I still agree. Okay. So there's your three. Let's go to the guys again who actually play wing. I think Jonathan Huberto. Yep. Yeah. Which we were maybe a little ahead on the Huberto's. Like we were like for sure he's going to be on the team last year. He was my underrated. And there was a lot of like there was a lot of question about that at the time. Not for sure. Like people when I was looking at some Olympic teams. Like, I would see Tavares in this spot, or I would see Shifley in this spot. But Huberto is for sure Not solidified. a lot of people had, had, had Devin Taves, I don't think, no. out there. 
So it's like also there was some debate about this guy even in the season. Like Mitch Marner is for sure. You're right. Oh, last year there was a lot of debate, but he was coming off of kind of a just the 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 An worst op- luck I've ever seen. Optically with a bad p- playoffs, like, but where he he actually- is like so mm-hmm. snake bitten. Someone told me that they were going to pick Manjapani over him. I'm just going to point it out. I'm not going to say who. That wasn't me, was no. it? No. Someone said, like, oh, I know the president of Team Canada. I said, okay, whatever. We never got to find out, but maybe we'll yeah, find out in the future. But, yeah, I think Mitch Marner is, like, a pretty guaranteed player on this team. And I, that's not a hot take at all. I also think Brad Marchand yeah. is he's going in. through that. He's going through the hip injury, but, like. His production was still there. Mm-hmm. I know, thing is coming back from hip surgery he'll be he'll be fine in terms of the player how he played the last three years yeah 1000 percent brad yeah. marchand is in it's just depends how you project that hip injury at 35 yeah i, I still think he'll be in i, I think agree. he's like an okay. integral part of like what team canada wants yeah. to do and he'd be an integral part of what my team canada wants to do like again you can't have every yeah. guy be a whirling around dipsy doodle no, skill player I know that. It's just Ooh. I wonder how much it affects the skate. Yeah, that's I mean, fair. That's so. Maybe that's so. Would you not have him on the team then, for sure? I, I I would include him just for the purpose of this exercise. Yeah. Okay. Because but, like I I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to be but like we're oh. saying. We're saying in the future, be wary. If he's not, this could be a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I there's a guy I didn't include, which is Bergeron. But that's because, like, I think of, he's not going to be playing in 2024. Like, this is his last year, so. Yeah, but we should be doing it for this, this is a 2023 year. roster. I still don't know if I would have Bergeron on. It's close. I, I feel like he wouldn't. I don't know if who does he even want to play. Like, maybe he just doesn't even. He wouldn't even yeah, play if he had the option. I'm sure he would. If he's playing this season. I guess. So, that's not a for sure, though. Is there anyone else that you think for sure is on the wow. team before we close? We, what about Braden Point? Yeah, Braden Point is for sure. We had Braden Point last year. Braden I Point think is he's for sure. Still I'll put him at center, but we can move. I think our fourth line is not, or our fourth line and our bottom two extra guys are not back. I think our two extra guys are. I don't know if Ryan O'Reilly, Sean Couturier, Mark Stone, John Tavares, Mark Scheifele. I think there's a lot of debate, at least. Yes. Well, debate at least. I think I think it's important to point out the reason why we had that as our fourth line was because obviously, as you can guess, we were looking for a more defensive fourth line where you can throw out when you're winning the game. Yeah, but they also score. That's true. That's true. I I'll, still think Mark Stone should be on. The I team. agree. I think Mark Stone should be on the team too. But you also, now that you're mentioning that, looking at some of the he's other not wingers, even gonna be re- re- he's not going to be ready for training camp. Possibly, probably will be ready for the regular season. Yeah, he, but so I can't project the injuries. Like mm-hmm. I, you mm-hmm. just got to assume if at that point they're hurt, they're hurt. Like yeah. I think Stone should be mostly healthy again by the mm-hmm. time we're in November and December. So you would still have Mark, okay? But okay, let's hear who the other I names. Have? Who would you, let's go over? Who would you have? Like, I think this is a solid. We have seven guys that are for sure on the team, and Huberto, McDavid, Marner, Marshawn, McKinnon, Crosby, Point. Let's well, go. In terms of an extra, he was a debate last time. I think I would have Stamkos over. I, I agree. I think I would I have agree. Stamkos too. That's an extra. Um, but you could. Also I really wonder about this on one. So we had Matt Barzal last time. Him versus Jordan Cairo. Yeah, I, I would still probably take Barzal. But it's close. Oh yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah. What about the other blue, Robbie? Robbie. He's also close. He's also close. I agree. Both those guys are close. Both those guys are close. But how similar are they to the team you already have? Like, is like, like you're just talking about discount Huberto and discount Marner, right? Yep. For Thomas, right? Thomas and faster than all those guys. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying where you'd play. It's Kyrou versus Barzal. You think that's the direct comparison, Cairo versus Barzal? 
I mean, what, how how differently do they? To me, they play very similar. No, I agree. I'm saying like for the roster wise. Yeah, I think there would be a good debate. I mean, we have we have how many forwards left? We have four wingers left. Four wingers and two extra spots. Yeah. So I think in terms of our debate right now, we have Kyrou Thomas, Mark Stone. Do you put Ryan O'Reilly? I think Ryan well, O'Reilly still has a shot. How, how about this yeah. one, uh, Nazem Kadri? Do we think Nazem no. Kadri has it? Nope. No. I don't okay. think so. I think it was that's one year, okay. right? He does also do the stuff that we were looking for for in that fourth line. Now. I think there's a better guy, Sean Couturier. No, uh, we mentioned him at the end of last year's too. Hmm. Chandler Stevenson. I don't know. Anthony Sorelli. Sorelli. Tony. Frank. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Michael Bunting. So okay, but we're sorry. Let's we put Stamkos on the team for sure, right? I I I would after is this. That, I, I wouldn't put him that high, but yeah. But like, let's put him on a wing, right? Like Stamkos is on the wing. Yeah. Put him fourth line. You're struggling with XLR. You? No, I'm not. <laughs> well, I mean, well, who's putting? How's Stamkos playing on your fourth line? That's weird, but okay. Um, in terms of overall game, he's not as high as some of these guys. But anyways. I mean, I'm just looking at it. 42 goals, 106 points, another Stanley Cup final. We yeah. scored a lot. Like that's why he, I'm just, he scores. That's why he not, scores I goals. Think, I think he's earned like a, a prominent role on the team from mm-hmm. how he played last year. But is there any like who else are we looking at? Is are you picking Claude Giroux on here? I, 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 I wouldn't. Okay, are you picking Sam Reinhardt on here? No, again, that's another. Are you picking Andrew Mangiapane on here? Yeah. I like him. You An guys interesting know I like one, him. but I don't. I don't think so. I put his name down. Uh, like so, in terms of cuts, like Sean Couturier. Well, Sean Couturier is axed. Yeah, I, I don't. I think that's another guy that's dealing with injuries. Injury. He wasn't even in top fifty for the problem. The problem is there's a lot of centermen that could play mm-hmm. for you, right? That's yeah. the problem for him. For me, I, I think like I would also move McKinnon to the wing. Yeah, possibly. Like, I'd move these two guys. I'd do this. So, Marner and Marshawn down. We keep that first line together. Put Oh, my God. Sean Couturier only played 29 games yeah. last year. So, right now, like, I look. Huberto, McDavid, McKinnon. I think. Do So, are we putting Bergeron on? That's the one guy we haven't decided. Because I think he could probably easily be on this team. I would, I would put Bergeron on. Yeah. So, we're going to go Bergeron, Crosby, Marshawn as the line again. Yeah, I like so we're that. keeping that. And then Point Marner again. Point Marner, Stammer, Stammer, Stammer. Point Marner. Yeah, that's actually, good. yes, yes. That's a good line. I feel like that line that just line like makes really sense. Well you know, it like, makes sense. So now it's we like just a, have to build the fourth they all line. Complement each other well. Yeah. So I, you guys are against Ka- Nazem Kadri on the fourth line, yes. really? Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't have Kadri okay. on this team. It was one good year. It was one really, really good year. Like. Maybe he does repeat, but in Calgary too, he's going to be at a good opportunity. Uh, I my I fourth line would be Sorelli, O'Reilly, Stone. S- who? Sorelli. Sorelli, O'Reilly, Stone. Oh, I thought you said Stall. No, Stone. Mark Stone. You got two guys who could win faceoffs. You have one of the best two-way players in the league before his injury this year. I'm big on Jordan Cairo. That's where I would debate Cairo versus Stone. Oh, wow. Wow. I don't know if Cairo's on that level yet. He had a good year. He had a very good year. I don't know if he had 14% on ice shooting percentage. 
Mm-hmm. That's going to, I think that's going to tick down a bit. Fast as hell. Very fast. No doubt. I don't think we're lacking any speed on this team, though. So you're saying, what was the O'Reilly? O'Reilly Auto Parts. Anthony Sorelli. Yeah. I want Sorelli as my, as my 4C on this team. We almost put him there last year, too, if you guys remember. He was mm-hmm. in the discussion. Yeah, he was. He was still on the up and up. Oh, I forgot a name. Phil Deneau, he's having a great year. He had a great year last we year. We talked about him last year, too. That's Yeah, it's not That's bad. the thing. Like It's like him versus... I, I think maybe him... Like, o- Deneau had another really good playoffs. Over who? Maybe O'Reilly? Like No. Why? Why are you saying no? no, no I'd like ra- I would rather have O'Reilly over Deneau all That's, day. Well, why? Well, he's done ex- everything that Deneau's done at a higher level, more consistently. All right. Okay. Mm. He's Yeah. Okay. Fine. Right? Like, O'Reilly ran so Deneau could walk, you know? Low penalty mm, yeah. defensive who scores offensively, but O'Reilly's better offensively. Hmm. Who scored more goals this year? Uh, it's completely possible that Philip Deneau scored, scored more 27 goals. goals. Also, I looked at Team Canada's goal scorers, and Mitch Marner was fourth. Which yeah. is crazy to me. That's that's something I noticed too about why I was thinking about Manjapani. Maybe that like he should be on this team just because there's no like not yeah. that there's no goal Matt scoring. Matt Duchesne was number two. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like our like the the finishing talent on this team is a lot more setters than shooters. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. But but maybe that just makes your team better at shooting because everyone's just not like Boss. really good at setting up like passing and they're all highly skilled enough that they can what would, get a shot. What off. would your fourth line be on this team? In terms of who I would pick, yeah. give me one moment. Just got to pull up my names here. Um, I would for sure go Cairo. In terms of mine, you I would go Cairo. a for sure, eh? So what is about Jordan Cairo's game pushes him ahead of Barzal? For the example? skill. and the, Well, he's got similar skill and similar speed to uh, Matt Barzal. I mean, he just produced at a much higher clip this year. I understand Barzal is with the Islanders. Um but, you know, from what I saw this year from Jordan Cairo, every time he touched the puck, it was like, wow. He wowed me. Yeah, he was really good. Uh, I, I don't have Throwing much. analytics out the window. No, just, I don't have much I just argument. went, wow. I, I think if I, I, like, I'm just, the other thing I is he's like, actually a winger. And, they, like, there's so many centers playing wing. On the yeah. Team, which probably helps him. So that, that's one, right? I could budge on Cairo if Jason could budge on Cairo. He doesn't want to budge on. He, you'd rather have Kadri than Kyra. I'd rather have Bunting than Kyra. No, uh, <laughs> I love Bunting. I'm just looking at the like. I'm just comparing Thomas and Bunting. Robert Thomas played three more minutes and had two more even strength points than Michael Bunting. I'm just throwing that out there. But not playing with Marner and Matthews though. Yeah, but he was also playing with Jordan Cairo and, and Pavel Buchnevich. Yeah, and these your opponents. At, look but at yes. the guy who like probably did most of the tone setting on that line in terms of handling the puck and distributing the puck. Right. So okay. Of these six, Barzal, Cairo, Thomas, O'Reilly, Stone, Sorelli, we got to cut two. I don't. It seems like you guys aren't on the Sorelli train. I'd I'd cut Barzal first of all. I'd go names. O'Reilly over Sorelli. You'd pick O'Reilly for the team over Sorelli. Yes. Okay, but you would cut Bar. You guys would both cut Barzal too. I'd cut Barzal. Yes. Wow. Maybe it's just okay. one year sample size, but I would. So your fourth line is what then? I. Actually, are they a line? No, it's yeah. O'Reilly, Cairo actually played together already. So, so O'Reilly, Cairo, Stone is the right, line. Right wing, Cairo. I mean, you might have to play left for oh, okay. Mark Stone, but we can move that around. 
And then has Mark Stone ever played left wing? I don't know. Well, let's uh, we'll figure that He's out. He's a right yeah. wing too. So, so who's our extra? And then your extra seems to be Robert Thomas, from what you guys are saying. Um, I'll give you Sorelli as an extra. Ooh. I like Sorelli as the extra. Sure. I like that too. Ah, then, I li- honestly, I like that team. I like that team a lot. And then we have one more extra. No, we did fourteen oh, last four, time. Oh. Thomas or Barzell? Uh, I think we should make it more difficult than do 13 and 7. Would make okay, it. yeah, let, let's just oh. cut it there then. Or, but we already have 8D. Don't they pick 8D, though, for this? I think so. I think you're right. Because they can dress one yes. extra player, and yeah, they either dress the extra forward or the extra D. I remember the last Olympics that the, that the NHL players were there. It was always a rotation between Hamus, I want to say, and P.K. Subban. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So thirteen forwards and set and eight D is that? So we got Huberto, McDavid, McKinnon, Bergeron, Crosby, Marshawn, Stamkos, Point, Marner, Cairo, O'Reilly, Stone, and Sorelli. And jo- Joey is now the biggest Jordan Cairo. Like he's driving the bus. He's driving the bus, I and guess. I like it. He I mean. he could take another step too with how much more he'll probably play this year than last year. But we'll see what happens. So let's say hypothetically Marshawn isn't able to play. Yeah. Who would you slot in instead of Marshawn? Uh, is that like a guy where you, is that when you take Kadri? Like, or are you yeah, guys still against that? Probably Kadri is a good one. Kadri versus who? But I like, would, like I let's say Marshawn's out for the, the like, cause he's, he has the hip surgery. Let's say but he's I not would able just to make like reshuffle, time. reshuffle. I'd move like Marner up. I'd move Stone up and I'd put Sorelli in the starting lineup. Fair like, enough. And then just add Barzal or Thomas or whoever you could. Mm-hmm. I also feel like Giroux always gets cut from these teams. Like, even back to the Olympics. But. Yeah, I mean, he's getting up there in age, like. Yeah. That'll be tough. He can play center, but has always played wing, so it's like you, yeah. you kind of optically think, okay, I'd rather have a center than a wing. But he can still take face off. For sure. And then, so that team's then will post it. Mm-hmm. It's a good exercise. Let's quickly do Team USA then. Sounds good. Is I, this, I genuinely think this team is better. I'm not kidding. Yeah. You agree now? Wow, yeah, right. like I'm looking at the forwards. The forwards, dude. Like, the forwards, their forwards are insane. Their D are insane, and their, their defensemen goalies are insane. Their top six defensemen, at least. Like I was like, holy cow, their defensemen are amazing. But the only thing I think they could mess it up by picking the wrong guys. This team is way more likely to pick the wrong guys than Team Canada. I think. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about him. Shoot. All right, let's let's roll through. Do you want to start with goalies again? Yeah, sure. let's do that first because I think that's the easiest. I think goalies in D for easiest. this are like no, it's not the it's easiest. The hardest. At all. I think goalies. Let's are start easiest. with let's start with forwards. I don't think goalies are the easiest. I think goalies one. are. I want to start with goalies again. Let's oh get the debate God. going. Okay, you don't want to. You don't sure. want to fire the debate. Yeah, let's let's hear it. Who's your starter if they Connor play today? Hundred percent. Yeah, that's agreed. He's. You know what I like about Hellebuck, is that he's just durable through like any situation. Yeah. Right. Like it doesn't have to be a perfect defensive team. He's basically only had that maybe. At his very beginning in Winnipeg, where they had a good defensive team, right? When he first came up, when they oh, yeah. when made, they made a the couple of those, de- like they had, but then it quickly switched and they were an offense yeah. based team. And he's still been very, very consistent. I think he's the starter for sure. Yeah, uh, no doubt. Backup number one. For me, it's Thatcher Demko. Uh, me too. That's exactly what I had. Jason? Yeah. What do you mean, yeah? Yeah, well, uh, well, let's see who his third name is. If his third name is your second name, and Demko was Demko in your top three? I I like Gibson as the number 
the number two. I don't, I maybe don't I'm that. maybe I'm wrong Ooh. about that. Like Demko has the same pedigree that Gibson had. Yeah. He's younger and he's been way better to start like his career in terms of versus Gibson in the same time frame. So that's why I would lean Demko. Okay. okay. What are your thoughts on that? Demko's been more consistent, especially over the last two years. Yeah, fair. But Gibson's definitely a name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is a name, and like we, it's because like we've seen some, some games and some points of John Gibson where you're like, this is the best goalie in the world. I, yeah. But then he just goes on stretches where it's like. But yeah, I totally agree. Terrible. Here's the thing: when we were talking about it being like the starting goalie for an NHL team, for sure he can be a great starter for an NHL team. Yeah. But now you're comparing him to other great starters in the NHL, mm-hmm. and I would just take the guy who's been. More consistent yeah. and better, and played better in front Just of a Just looking at worse physical team. abilities, also like I like like Thatcher Demko has terrific physical abilities. He's very fast. He's very big, like covers a lot of net. And then like comparing him to Gibson, they're kind of sort of similar in that realm. But we've seen more from Thatcher Demko over the last two years on it. Also, not great that's the other thing. Team. Like their team was arguably worse defensively, at least not this year, but in previous Anaheim teams. Anaheim's mm-hmm. decor was pretty solid in the last couple of years. Yeah, uh, well, they had well, good defensemen. Like, yeah, but in terms of defensively, they're both bad. Let's say that. But yeah. Demko has persevered and played well, and yeah. Gibson has. But who, who? Okay, so for these type of tournaments for goalies, I like to think of goalies who've had better. Like whoever higher ceiling than like consistent play. I think Thatcher right? Demko's ceiling in terms of his skill set is like in than one John game Gibson. you'd rather have yeah. Thatcher Demko than John Gibson. Okay. Yeah, right now. Okay. Especially his raw skill set, like his yeah, his frame, his movement. Like Gibson's a great Last goalie too, but again, I think Demko's potential is a perennial top five goalie if he reaches it. Yeah. We're not sure if he's going to reach it, but mm-hmm. that's his potential. Okay. Who who would be your third guy, Joe? Because you've kind of been driving the bus on this one again too. So mine is easy. It's a no brainer. Actually, he might be the starter by the time we get there. You're saying Jake Ottinger. Jake Ottinger. It's a, it's a no brainer. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's very interesting because I have three young USA goaltenders. I, I would put Jake Ottinger as well, but there's three young USA goaltenders that are very, very interesting to watch. Jeremy Swayman, Jake mm-hmm. Ottinger, as we mentioned, and then Spencer Knight yeah. as well. Yeah. I think Spencer Knight's going to have himself a great year. I think the expectations were way too high last yeah. year. How many 20-year-old I, – I said this so many times last year. How many 20-year-old goaltenders come in, drive the bus, play awesome through the season, win the Calder, start over 45 games, and then go through the playoffs and take the team to the Stanley Cup? Cam yeah, Ward had a bad regular season that year. They won the Stanley Cup, and then he went on a hot streak. Not only that, but like – That's one guy. Cam Ward also – he was a good goalie, but he didn't end up having like a great like Bennington yeah, might be more career. of the Cam Ward if you want like you know what I mean a, a yeah, swirling up and down career. Obviously, minus, started minus later. the Twitter account, but yeah. yes, but I I like these names too. What about would you consider Jack Campbell or no? I yeah, I think I when you have so. a guy like Swayman, Onger, and those three guys, and then we're not even count like we didn't even add Gibson Gibson to this list. I guess we did when when I spoke yeah, about it. Yeah, we but you, talked about it. Like I would have Gibson over Campbell. Yeah, for sure. And then okay, yeah. We're we're now looking at these young guys who are going to take a, a step forward after one year, right? Like they're probably like they probably will improve. They're like trajectory isn't always linear, right? Like you're That's the thing like Swayman's going to have to battle. Canada doesn't even have like a like I guess their Swayman would be a Carter Hart, but Carter Hart's been so unimpressive. Like they have so many young potential goalies that could be legitimate starters for a world cup team. Yeah. Where yeah. 
Just out of where would Jack would Jack Campbell make Team Canada? Yeah, for sure. Would he start for Team Canada? I don't know if he would start, but he would make the. Would team he be Canada. like backup second? Yeah, he'd be Something two or like three. That, yeah. yeah, interesting. Okay. Like I would, I would, I like Kemper over Jack Campbell, but like we were debating, we were debating those guys tight as Leaf fans for our starting goalie, and we mm-hmm. just said Kemper's for sure the starter for Team Canada. Yeah. yeah. So think about that. So. Yep. Any other names you want to throw in? I think we kind of just nailed this Hellebuck, Demko, and Ottinger. I think it was easier than Joe thought it would be. Yeah. I I wonder. Yeah, I mean, it's just the, the debate between Swayman, Ottinger. I mean, Ottinger, the big thing also with him that you have to remember, like that was the, the seven games that he put forth were one of the best like seven-game series we've ever seen from a goaltender. And it's so fresh in our minds. But like Jeremy Swayman had himself a great I, year. I was about to say I'm that. more thinking, but even Ottinger's like, two regular seasons to start have been solid. Not spectacular, yeah. but really, really solid. But yeah. again, so has Swayman. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I, I honestly, maybe a little bit of a hot take, but I wonder if both these guys, like for 2024, are locked in. Who's dropping off? I don't Hellebuck know. That's what I'm saying. Like maybe the thing play- also, like you, Hellebuck, Demko, Andre, what is that? 6'4", 6'5", 6'5"? Massive. Massive. Like, yeah, they're quite big. Yeah, Jack Campbell, it'll be interesting because it's last year. It was funny at the beginning of the season. It was, oh, a prove me, prove it season, like going into free agency. Let's see what he's got. We got to the end of the season. and I still don't think a lot of people know what yeah, Jack Campbell is. That was Campbell the weirdest did. 50 game prove it season you'll, with seven <laughs> playoff games you'll ever see. Because he, didn't, it, he didn't prove anything. It was like <laughs> yeah, high, high highs and then just like. Dude, stop a beach ball, especially I, in the playoffs yeah. too. Game one, shutout, awesome. Game two, some questionable goals here and there. Game three, won it for them pretty much with a couple of huge clutch saves at the end. Game five started horrible. Game four just got shelled, got pulled, and then I don't know what Sheldon Keefe was doing there, but that's off topic. Yeah. Game five started pretty terribly, made a key save that won them the game on Nikita Kucherov. Massive, massive save there. Game six, like, whatever. Game seven, whatever. Yeah, no. Yeah, but you're right. Like, if Campbell takes Edmonton to a cup final, for example, yeah, he learns his way on this team. But uh, that's the thing. It's good. They have options that are, like, encouraging options. Yeah. It's also Team Canada's where we're, like, begging for someone. It's also hilarious that all those guys we listed are under 30. It's kind of crazy. Jack Campbell's not. He's turning 30. But he's not making, like, Demko, Hellebuck. Hellebuck's a 93-born. Hellebuck was 28, turning 29. Demko, 26, turning 27. Campbell, sorry. Ottinger's a 98. Swayman's a 98. Gibson, 28, turning 29. Spencer Knight is a 99, right? 2000 or 99. This is a good It's like a peaking. Like, they're they're all getting towards their peaks. Is there any other names you forgot? That's pretty much it, right? That's, yeah. Like, Anthony Storlars had a great year, but he's a backup. Cal, Cal Peterson, he had a terrible year, but, like, yeah. no, he's, he's been, like, all right <laughs> before. I don't know. He's on, like, number 10. Nadelkovich, we'll see what oh, he can yeah. do kind of thing. But, like, again, that's another guy. Mm-hmm. I think we've hammered it home with the Hellebuck Demko on here. Yeah. Dark horse Charlie Lindgren? It's a far, far dark horse. <laughs> and he's, but, but like, also, he's a backup. Yeah, he's so a backup. Like, yeah. what, what no, no, I'm just... Potential to prove himself. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's move on to the defenseman then. I... Personally, I think this is this is the most straightforward top six defenseman you could ever pick. I don't know if you agree or disagree. I don't want to say anyone because then I'll I'll say after if I had any changes. Okay. Because for me, 
the top six for Team USA was the absolute easiest part of this whole exercise. Okay, so the top two, without a doubt, Adam Fox, Charlie McAvoy, just put those guys in because we talked. But they're both they're both right D. So yeah, but yeah, so for sure those. But we already we talked about those guys as top twenty five players. players So like they're on the team. Like with I don't have to bat an eye for sure. I I totally agree. Those two guys are one hundred percent on the team. Mm -hmm. And then I'm gonna. Do you want to go or I? I I also think I worked out their pairings to where they're like perfect as well. So. I want to throw in Jacob Slavin. Yep, hundred percent. That was my number oh. one lefty. You forgot about yep. Slavin. You forget he's American by his name, eh? Yeah, yeah. But again, people are saying no, he's, you the, have to have him he's the best defensive defenseman in the NHL. That's Pretty the much. people who he will elevate anyone. Um, a fa- that first pair is right on level with Taves McCarr. You could put a forward with him on right D, and he would still make them like a decent looking defenseman. <laughs> and then this next spot was easy for he me. Pretty too. much did have a forward on you, Tony D'Angelo last he did, year. Yeah. You're right. Carried the hell out of him. So, lefty. Um, I don't have left and right here, but give us a name. No, I want you guys to fill in the blanks. So the, let's just say the the two okay. or three next best. Um, who Quinn Hughes? Yeah, that was my guy. There you go. Okay. Not that complicated. Again, he's had a bit of an up and down time, but I feel like a tournament like this, where you can just play with a Charlie McAvoy, oh yeah, is suited perfectly for Quinn Hughes' skill set. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really do. And I think there's other more defensive guys you can add to the bottom, like your seven, eight. That w- if you need to, like, let's maneuver. For number three, right D, I was thinking John Carlson. That's yep. who I had as well. So. Yep. so you guys have hit three of four, or sorry, five of six. Wait, wait, which one didn't we hit? You haven't said a six guy yet. No. Oh, sorry. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, that makes sense. And then uh, you could go with Noah Hannafin. No. You could go with no. There's an ob- I think there's an obvious guy that most people would say is like a top ten defenseman in the league. I think he's getting paid like a top ten defenseman in the league. Seth Jones, no. Ryan McDonough, no. Uh, Zach Wierenski? Zach Wierenski. Oh yeah, yeah. I can see it because international pedigree. He's been fantastic for Columbus analytically in real life. Like sneaky forty-eight points in sixty-eight games. Two-way. He's just he's uh, he's a complete stud. He's no, just okay. buried in Columbus. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That for me, I looked yeah, at okay. that. I was like, wow, that top six is yeah. There's not really much. really good. Not much debating there. Other names like Seth Jones. I feel like has all the tools to be such a great defenseman. Just. He needs to figure it out. There's so many times when I watch him, it's like, dude, why are you on? He's a right defenseman. It's like, why are you on the left side? There was at points when Jeremy Carlton was coaching. I'm like, yeah. dude, why are you trying to play left wing? He had a better year, but still not a good, great. That's, it was a solid year. Good 50, year. Let's give him a good year. 51 points this year. We'll give him a good year. Like minus 37, but that's what happens. Like he was just all, he's just all over the place. Yeah, I agree. But like. He's big. He can move the puck. He's got a heavy shot. It's like just leaves a lot to be desired. So that's another Which is name. not something you should be saying about a guy getting paid nine, nine and, and a half Starting this year. At, over in the next eight years, correct. We need to fill in two more defensemen. So we had Seth Jones a possibility. You named a couple guys. Hannafin, I think that's Hannafin, a good one. Ryan McDonough, maybe. McDonough, I think it's a really good one as so well. So you guys aren't putting January 6th on there? What? Tony oh, D'Angelo. Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> no, I'm not putting No, I don't think he... <laughs> his upside is that like you already have guys who can kind of do what he does, right? Yeah, like John Carlson's a better power play guy. If he got on one of How about Keandre Miller? That's a, I, I think like all expecting a breakout. I think the entire Rangers top four has a chance to like true. What about Truba? What about Lindgren? Those guys had really good playoffs. Well, Lindgren did at least. I think these guys are options as well. These three. Okay. 
Not for sure, but those are options. Yeah. Brady Shea? I wouldn't have Shea. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't put him in. But yeah. for me, I looked at it, I think Hannafin sure McDonough is like a really safe, solid two extra D to put on this team. McDonough will fill in the defensive yeah. blanks, and Hannafin's a good two-way player. He can skate. Just yeah, like you can for sure. put, kind of put him anywhere if anyone gets like, hurt, and yeah. you're, you're comfortable. You're not like, oh, gosh, what happens if, yeah. right? Would, uh, would you guys take any of the other guys ahead of them? I wouldn't, but I, yeah. I, I think... Then I'm there's all, like Tory Krug, Justin, yeah, Justin Falk, Falk, but like I, I think we got they have enough of those. Yeah. better names in there. I'm almost confident, though, that Jones would be on this team no matter what, if yeah. the, no matter who the GM is. Like, uh, unless, like, no, any not, Hawk... Any, I don't know, but no matter... It's not I, Stan Bowman is the GM, which I don't know why he was the GM, but... But, hey, maybe this is the arena that Seth Jones thrives in. Who maybe. knows? Maybe. I don't think so. I would have Hannafin and McDonough for yeah. the safety nets on as the, I agree. the seven and eight. Yeah, I don't see really any other names. Right. They're really screaming. Dark Horse Justin Hall? Justin Hall. That's a real dark horse, right? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Better Justin Hall. All right. Um, so let's quickly. This top six versus Canada's top six. So you have Slavin Fox, Hughes McAvoy, Moransky Carlson versus Taves McCarr, Theodore Ekblad, Shabbat Petrangelo. Which one are you taking? I take the oh, I, take I the American USA. decoy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like their top four is just their top four is pretty better. Pretty foolproof there. It's interesting like, because as, a lot of the Canadian defensemen from this past year, all of them we said, oh, he didn't have the best year. He didn't have the best. Like, Taves McCarr obviously excluded Fantastic, from this, but, yeah. like, Shabbat injured this year. Petrangelo up and down because the team wasn't that good. Yeah. Like, Theodore up a little bit up and down. Hamilton very up and down. Chikrin very up and down. They didn't perform the best, but then you look at Slavin had just had another good year. Fox... Coming off a of Norris, had another great year. Quinn Hughes started to figure it out more so this year. McAvoy, another great year. Wierenski, another very solid year. John Carlson, another solid yeah, year. Yeah, and like you start to build like a bear and a bull case for a lot of these guys. Like As much as I like Shea Theodore, I think, again, as an, I think Quinn Hughes' offensive potential is higher. right? Yeah. I think Quinn Hughes' peak is a better player than Shea Theodore. We talked about Adam Fox and Charlie McAvoy as top 20 players in the league. Like I love Aaron Ekblad. I, I think he's fantastic. I think those guys right now are just... A step ahead Take of him, right? And then your, skaters your third pair, like, I'm sorry, John Carlson's been a 70-point defenseman for, what, three years in a row? And, and also, Juan yeah, Norris? On the like, power play, he's crazy. Underratedly, like, or sorry, yeah, not, I don't want to say underratedly good, but, like, gets a lot of flack for not being good defensively, but I think that's, like, he's a misconception. He's not, like, he's, he's not, not great, terrible, but, like, he, but, like, like you're again, he's not great, but he's not Morgan terrible. Riley might play in that spot. Exactly. Yeah, he's not very good defensively. All right, let's, but the thing is, I think once you go from, like, seven to Canada Canada has way better defensemen. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. It, the the thing will be for the one of those guys one of those guys to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Which would be like can Chikrin become Wierenski level, which I think is possible. Who knows? But let's move on to the forwards. I think this will be very fun. I'm gonna pencil in their number one center. Awesome. Here, here's the thing about their forwards. They have so many good goal scorers. It's insane. Yeah, it's like the reverse they're, Canada. They're, they're, they're goal scorer heavy. Insane. So I think I made this my top line. Austin Matthews obviously in. Johnny Goudreau. Johnny Goudreau, obviously. And yeah, Patrick King. That. Patrick King. Yeah. Wow. Again, that what doesn't have line. to be their line, but that's their. those are their top three players, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, And then Matthew Kachuk, obviously. For sure there. on their right wing. No yep. question about right. it. Let, let's, uh, let's actually do this just in case, because I don't know if the B version of this player is for sure on my no, team, I'm personally. Yeah. Um, that was a big um, but... 
in terms of center, there's a lot. I of don't guys. know, but I, I I'd like JT Miller. I think, and he could play center or wing for you too. Yeah. Right. So I'm gonna I don't know I'm if gonna he's put defensively responsible enough to be center, but I'm gonna put JT Miller there. But JT Miller, I'm gonna Kyle put Connor, a little yeah. So I think Kyle Connor second line left left yeah. wing for sure. Yeah, for sure. You need him in there. Then they got some they got some names. They got some interesting names here. There's a ton of names. Do you think like I think I'm still penciling Eichelin as my two C. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I still think she's giving you enough. He's hopefully. Get, yeah. He's, yeah, a full off season of recovery will really do him well. Uh, I would really like Joe Pavelski. I think belongs yeah, Joe on Pavelski the team. So did I. Of- but I'll be honest. I looked at everyone's projected team. I could not find him on any teams, and I did it. I was like, "How is Pavelski not on this team?" That's insane. But thirty-eight. He's. I mean, he's like he's their Bergeron. Right? Yeah, and he, he had a sick year this year. Right. But he's just so to me so good at tipping pucks where it's like, how like. If I have an option to add yeah. this to the power play, it's like, who else? Yeah, like in the same vein as we added John Tavares to last mm-hmm. year's Team Canada. Like, well, it, it's such a good safety net to have. Like, I understand Austin Matthews, the best five-on-five five goal scorer, like, right now, bar none, no questions about it. But it's like, then on the power play, he doesn't score as as much. I mean, he didn't... How many power play goals did he no, score in the a, playoffs? He's he, had a, a, he had one. He's an even strength, lead the league, and even strength goals guy. Yeah. Every year. But, but then it's like, you look at Pavelski, I mean, in front of he's the just net. got that yeah. tip in front of the... I remember when the Leafs played the Stars. You remember that, that, that final that goal? that goal he scored? He fought off Where TJ Brody. Where was his stick? Where was his Insane. stick? TJ Brody had it way up in the air, and he still, bing, in the back of the net. They might... Honestly, this is the situation where Matthews might be the power play bumper player. With Kane and Goudreau on the two walls, yeah. like that's a crazy power play to put together if you start thinking about it. But um, I w- wow, in terms of power play, yeah, uh, JT JT Miller was fifth in power play points. What a, like. Th- like? There's two wingers, so I think you put them on your team almost no matter what. And that's Jason Jake. Robinson. No, oh, I like it, but it's Jake Gensel and Alex Debrinket. Yes, Jake Gensel for sure. Wow, we're talking about power play. Chris Kreider had to. That's another possibility. I didn't have Kreider on mine because I think they have better players. But yeah. I, okay, so let, let, I'll leave Gensel. Or do you want Gensel in for sure? I want Gensel in for sure. I had Gensel in there. So Gensel's for sure. So we have Goudreau, Just Matthews, Just in terms of Kane. speed and finishing I, ability. I, 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 I don't have, know how. He was seven, 84 points in 76 games, 40 goals. Like, I don't know how you don't. Yeah, so Goudreau, Matthews, Kane, Connor, Eichel, Kachuk. That's our top six. I don't think no one's touching that. Like, that's, that's locked in stone, those top six players, right? I would say so. You, JT Miller's on the team for sure. We'll put him. The only reason I don't want to put him at center right now, but this guy, like, I want Jack Hughes on the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. You like Jack Hughes on the team? Yeah, I can but see. But you'd have it's JT Miller ahead of him. Take right face offs. Yeah, that's why you put Miller with him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, I wonder about, like, Jack Hughes' defensive ability, and then you put. Miller with them, but whatever that doesn't that shouldn't deter you. Oh, we'll, we'll, we're we'll looking at around. the player. We'll play around. We're it, not so. we're not taking we're not saying oh we can't pick Miller. We have Jack Hughes. Like no, I'm not I'm not playing into that game. And then so you like Pavelski as their fourth line center? I would say so. With does it crazy just go Robertson and Debrinka? No, I, that's, I was going to say that. Yeah, Robertson like Jason Debrinca. Robertson again. His breakout potential by the time they play the real version of this tournament, he might be. 
Yeah. Who knows how what his potential with, is. With Robertson and Debrinkat, that's 740 goal scorers on this team. What? 740 goal scorers. Austin Matthews, like 40-plus yeah. goal scorers. Austin Matthews, Kyle Connor, Matthew Tuchuk, Jason Robertson, Alex Debrinkat, Jake Kensel, Johnny Gaudreau, all scored 40-plus goals. We thought Canada was deep. And then at number, know, and they left out, number left, nine is Tage Thompson. We number also 10 left is out, Troy Terry. We left out Kreider, who scored 50 goals. Yeah. yeah. Well, wow. Kreider, I think, would be 14th, 13th forward. He would be your 13th forward? Yeah. Any debate there? Ah. <sighs> I don't think you need Kreider's skill set on a team like this. If you have Joe Pavelski mm-hmm. and four guys, seven guys who scored forty goals, that's very true. I think okay. they're. I think maybe they're missing a distributor. I'm looking at a Clayton Keller. I'm looking at how about th- how about okay how about this guy because I think they're missing a little bit of defensive prowess. What about Dylan Larkin? Yeah, he's yeah. another. He's a really good player. Well, if we're looking for a distributor, you guys are gonna like laugh at me for this, but. Maybe he still has juice, Phil Kessel. <laughs> what if he still has juice, guys? He still has the juice. We'll see how he does in Vegas. I like, like, tr- I like Troy Terry over Kessel. Okay, I like Keller over Kessel. We didn't mention Brady. Brady, Chuck, who's on Brady's on everyone's projected Team USA team, but I didn't. I didn't have him on the team. I mean, over him. over who? That's what I'm saying. I'd rather have Kreider right now over him. No. Yeah, his I skill set is yeah. similar to Kreider, where he's like in front of the net hmm. type. Larkin brings good speed. I like that. Yeah, I do too. But there, so do a lot of guys. Hmm. Kreider, I mean. What about Brian Rust? Guy who's never been no. able to stay healthy, but always been able to produce. No? He's not, is, he, is Crosby on the team? No. Then no. <laughs> I like In my one. opinion, 13th, I like Chris Kreider. Over even, Larkin? Even over Larkin. Really? I'm going to argue on that one. Yeah? I think, again, let's do a time machine a year in the future. Who does Joe think's a better oh, player? Oh, in 2024, but I'm no, talking about it. Let's do three months in the future. Who does Joe think's a better three player, months. Larkin or Kreider? Hmm. Uh, by Jan 1, you're gonna, I think you're going to think Dylan Larkin over Chris Kreider. But let's let Jason break the tie. Would you rather have okay. Larkin? I'd rather have Dylan Larkin. Maybe that's just – I think that, that might just be me trying to go wow. away from okay. recency All bias. Right. But Also, Larkin seems like a like a American through and through. He'd love to play on this team. Michigan boy. Like he would be on my starting roster too. Now that I look at that, I might cut Jack Hughes for Dylan Larkin on my starting roster. But for I, now, I think Jack Hughes is. I don't Jack know Hughes. I don't I'd know. go Hughes over Larkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would but, too. I'm okay. just saying, like for like I think I can Larkin. See why Larkin over Kreider? I mean, just, yeah. Hmm. They don't have a real defensive line though. That it's like this is like the most goal scorer team. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. There's but who a lack are you adding of, in terms of defense. Well, that's why like, I added Larkin. Like at least yeah. he's played a role in his career that's been mostly defensive. Well, right? oh wait, hold on. We're 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 downplaying Austin Matthews' oh, ability to oh, play. It'd be a two way forward. Yes, you're right. Um, look at those wingers. That line about, screams defense. Yeah. No, that's yeah. I mean, he's not defensive at all. I don't know. Trevor Zegris, we'll see how he develops. But, I, a lot, I, I saw mean, a lot of would, people put him there. But. It would have to be a big trajectory to beat out some of these. Like, if Eichel, like Eichel, I can see, Eichel, I can see as our dicey kind of pick simply because, like, he didn't play very yeah. well this year. We're just banking on Jack Eichel, two time top 10 point getter in the league on Buffalo. Yeah. Like, the the old Jack Eichel coming back. I just I also just think they're gonna put Brady on this line on this team, and they're gonna put Eichel with two Chuckies, and they're gonna just run around the ice being the most because oh. he like kind of looks like Chucky Eichel too oh with his like, and they're gonna run around the ice and just be an absolute Eichel to him. Chuck to Chuck. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I'm that's sure hilarious. Jack Eichel's gonna love that. Okay, so I have two names. You can nix them. Just just throwing out there as like names. This is like 
I can't wait for this one. What if Matty Beniers takes a step yeah, forward? I like that one a lot. Okay, like that's what if he takes... And then how about this guy? Uh, literally not I been able to stay healthy the past three years, but Max Pacioretty. Yeah, well, wow. I forgot about I mean, Pacioretty. He's hurt, right? But He's Achilles injury. Yeah, hurt. who knows how he'll come back. <laughs> I th- that's another I guy. I understand what you mean by that. I mean, there's a lot of finishing ability. He's a very good player. It's And I, I do understand what you're doing there because like, it's a... Hey, you can't forget Max Pacioretty is a fantastic yeah. goal scorer, but in terms of the Achilles injury, we don't know what he's going to look like a year I from now. Know. So it's 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 tough to say. I just wanted to throw his name out there. How about another one? Ready? He's not. Even, I think honestly he should be on this team. Alex Tuck. Mm. Who's Alex Tuck better than on this? He's team? a two. Uh, what what was the one thing you were missing? If you really want a two way guy that's going to be on this team, I got a name for you. That's way all right. Let's board. hear it. Marcus Foligno. Okay. I'm, hey, if you want to, if you want to, hey, top ten selfie, what three years in a row? Like, I see what you're doing, yeah. But that's why you Physical. could like, you could break it down. But for yeah. me, like, I I could see how you look at this team and say having you can't take Gaudreau and Kane off, but having Connor, Gensel, Robertson, DeBrinket, Hughes, Miller, those are all like very one dimensional offensive exactly. Players. So. If you, that's why I think Brady might end up there. But like, that's how I would build a team. But honestly, when you have Connor Hellebuck, do you even care about like? Yes, you, do. you just go Winnipeg. Right. Like, do you just no. go Winnipeg? Like, I think Winnipeg. The Winnipeg. The thing is, though, like they give up a lot of shots, but like they they're good at clogging up the passing lanes, which like I don't know. Jack Hughes is how good is he at that? See, I'd almost like if I was building a team, I'd have Hughes as my thirteenth forward right now, and I'd have. But I do actually, I do understand what you mean by that, Jason, because like when I'm looking at these D right now, how many of these guys are good two way defense? Like these defensemen are good two way. They're not going to be a total just open ended, you know, pass the puck wherever mm-hmm. you want in the defensive end. And then when you get Hellebuck in a system like that, I think it's going to be tough to score. And so it's, it is kind of mitigating the defensive deficiencies of these forwards. But the thing is, I mean, like Kane on defense. Kyle Connor on defense, um, Alex DeBrincat, Miller, Miller, Hughes. I'm like, oh boy, like those are those are not good. And like I have plays that stick in my head where I'm mm-hmm. like, these guys don't play defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great point. But it's uh, it's an interesting debate for sure. That's why I just did a quick change here. I added Larkin. I moved up to Brinkett. I added Larkin to the fourth line with Pavelski and Robertson. I think that would be more of their defensive mm-hmm. face-off line. You got two guys who could take face-offs. Robertson's defensive impacts were very, very good. Pavelski's are always good. Larkin's been a great two-way center from the day he stepped into the NHL. And then you could figure out where Hughes goes. If one of these guys go cold in terms of Debrinket, Gensler, or Connor, you can put Hughes in there. We could even make Debrinket our... So, 13th forward. Honestly, like, okay, maybe, maybe I'm going to get raked through the coals a, a, about this, but we didn't have Nazem Kadri on the team. Yeah. How much different is he than really than JT Miller? I mean, pretty different. JT Miller has consistently now for a couple of years been a pretty above point per game. He's, only, he's only been above point per game in one season in his career from what I'm looking at. He right had, now. So he had what? 99 and 80. He had after, after, other, other than this year. Other than this year. Yeah, he's broken out the last three years is the point, right? Okay. And then in Tampa, he was a third liner. Like, on the Rangers, he had a pretty good year. It wasn't a point per game, but it was pretty darn good. Also, again, he had 99 points. Yeah. 
Awesome Cowboys. How is Miller getting these Selkie votes? What am I missing here? <laughs> some writer in some writer in Vancouver. What's his plus minus? Does he hit? Eleven block minus shots. seven yeah, and plus. Oh, he blocked fifty six shots this year. Okay. Plus so fifteen. How would you know. change would you do would you want Hughes instead of DeBrinket on right wing there? Or Hughes instead of like how would you change this to make it like defensive? Make it make sense, or you, you don't even care. You just I run and go. Care. All right, so we're, we're gonna. <laughs> I don't. I care. like that. Okay, so I'm just picking the best player. I don't want to overthink it and then end up with Marcus Foligno. You know, come on. When he makes a team, you're gonna be like. I'll be very surprised if he makes this team. We're just we're just naming guys. Another American hero, the Foligno family, even though their dad yeah. played for Team Canada. Um, <laughs> all right, so. Our American forwards. And Marcus played for Team Canada. Too. Yeah, that's true. He might even be Amer- a Canadian. I don't know where he would play. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Where would he Marcus would probably, if, if Nick Foligno is definitely American. No, you're right. He's actually, I think he's actually Canadian. He's well, listed he as born in He's born in But Buffalo. he's played. Yeah, you know what? Marcus Foligno might be Canadian. Let's put him on the Canadian team. <laughs> no, that was, a, that was just a throwing out a name. There. Yeah. Um, so we got Goudreau, Matthews, Kane, Connor, Eichel, Matthew, Tuchuk. Gensel, JT Miller, Jack Hughes, Nick or Jason Robertson, Joe Pavelski, Alex DeBrinkett, and Dylan Larkin as the 13 forward. And then Matthew Nyes. What team wins? What's the opening line? Team USA versus Team Canada. With uh, Kemper versus Hellebuck in that. Probably Team. It's so it's close. Wow. It, you're surprised, eh? It's closer than you think. Yeah. The forward group is better for the forward the the forward group is better for Team Canada two way. I, I agree. I agree. The defense and goalies are very much in favor of Team USA. The goalie is significantly yes. in yeah. favor, which in hockey is scary. It's a big difference. Wow. Okay. I I do think Canada squeaks this one out. I just like. I think it's like minus one. This is but you got McDavid. McDavid and McKinnon, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. In terms of best players in the world, Matthews is on Team USA. Yeah, maybe we can harass Dom on Twitter one, to get a sim of this. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Uh, but the thing is, this is why Team USA should be begging for best on best again because this is the absolute like prime of USA hockey. Right Absolutely, now. there's yeah. no doubt about it. There, you, you ask people who's the best American player ever. It's Mike Modano. It's Keith Kachuk. It's who else am I missing? There's someone Brett, who Brett Hall, Brett, Brett Hall, who actually is born in Canada, but best but, American-born players. But yeah. now it's it's is it Kane or is it Matthews, Matthews or maybe it's Johnny Goudreau and Eichel was supposed to be that. Like the in 20 years when they talk about the best American players, I bet the top five will all be from this generation. Mm-hmm. For I don't sure, think that's yeah. a hot take. Well, I mean the two the the best American players from 2000 and 2010 was probably or the. 2015 was probably the Kane, and then who else? Phil Kessel. Who else after that? No, this is it. That's what I'm yeah. saying. This is it right now. You look at Eichel, Connor, DeBrin- like they're all 24, 25 years year. old. Yeah, like, the amount of goal scoring on this team is insane. It actually is really insane. And I mean, everyone that plays with Kane, just the point totals. And he's not one of the 40 goal scorers on this team. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, they could use a, a Marner though. They could, but they, they could also just take Goudreau or Kane and put them not on the first line. Yeah, I think I think yeah. I think that's what they would do. Probably is separate Goudreau and Kane. I think they'd do a, a, a to Chuck line with someone in the middle, for sure. Some something like that. 
Maybe Matthews. I I could see Brady on this team for some reason. He's for sure going to be on. He's going to be on the team, but I wouldn't have there. Gensel and DeBrinket and Hughes. That's crazy. He will. Yeah. All right. right. We'll post these and see what people think. Yeah, this was a fun exercise. This was electric. Especially, we didn't do Team team USA last year. So, this is a lot of fun. Anything else you guys had? Do we want to go over Nazem Kadri signing? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess real quickly. So seven years, $7 million per year with the Calgary Flames. He signed a couple of weeks ago. We didn't actually record last week. We just posted the interview. We banked. But it was right after that he signed. Though. Yeah. Yeah. I should have included something. It's all right. Who cares? It's, it's still August right now. But in terms of that, a lot of people were saying, a lot of people in Leafland were, oh, he nicks a trade to go to Calgary. We could have got TJ Brody a year earlier, which is pump the brakes on that. <laughs> But he nixed it. Why did he want to go to Calgary now? This is a middle finger to Toronto. No, that that is the dumbest thing ever. That is the biggest commitment to a bit I've ever seen. If this is a middle finger to Toronto, are you kidding me? Did you see? You're financially sacrificing and relocating yourself to Calgary, Alberta as a bit and a middle finger to Toronto? That is the biggest commitment to a bit and method acting I have ever seen in my entire life, if that's the case. If you... If that's your opinion, I'm I'm sorry. Like, go go touch grass. That is weird. Well, at the end of the day, we found out that the reason he nixed the trade was because he didn't want to. He get didn't traded. want to get traded. He, he wanted to remain a Maple Leaf, and he thought doing so would help him. They would just look elsewhere on the roster, but then they went up. Ah, now we found you another place. Yeah. So and also, what if TJ Brody comes here a year earlier, hates and it, leaves. and then leaves? Yeah. Very possible. I do agree. Brody would have been. A big better help to that roster. It sure. would have been much better suited. Tyson Berry was a complete albatross there, if that's the correct word. But, yeah, yeah Calgary's got a good little team there. They, they've, they've really, you know, in, what was it? July, Calgary fans were probably like, Matthew Kachuk doesn't want to come yeah. back. Goudreau's gone. We're, we're done. We're screwed. Yeah. And now it's like, oh. So, a couple things. Contract, manageable number, but pretty long term right yeah, like but for a 32 year old yes but i think that's like that's cal that was calgary's choice this offseason because those guys that left they said screw it we have a three-year window let's just capitalize on that three-year window and go for like try and win then they the the calgary flames could potentially end up being the san jose sharks 2.0 but they have they have, but again like san jose had a when they were in that window they yeah. they san had jose did give money to like, vegas martin jones right. martin jones and two defensemen, mm-hmm. like an extensive amount of money. So it's it's a little, a little bit different. different, but that is a very good analogy, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, so, so you're 85, 87% on. And they have yeah. a goalie. They do have a goalie. Jacob Markstrom. So looking back, now that we know what happened, any new thoughts on the Matthew Kachuk trade, seeing what's transpired since? No, I think they're independent of one another kind no. of things. Well, simply because... Because we were talking about, well, they could flip them for futures, but now instead they've also added Kadri to their roster. I think it just further solidifies what they were trying to do from that Kachuk trade, right? It's like, hey, like we need to win now. We need a new stadium. Is their roster better now than it was before? It's a very maybe honestly. Well, well, you you, the 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 biggest piece to me is going from Erica Branson to Mackenzie Weaker. That's That's a huge a huge upgrade. Huge upgrade. That is true. For that is massive true. I, I don't even. Th- I'm pretty sure they're paying him 250k more Uyghur this Correct. year. Correct. 
I think Good Branson was but making not the, three mil. Not on that, that team. they were paying. Oh, no, on that. No, he was. No, making, he was. Oh, how he much was low. he making? He this was like year one. he got He's paid a got bunch paid, of money. Sorry, okay, he got paid four mil this year. I think that's part of a tax scheme or something like that. I don't <laughs> I know how. Yeah, you... who knows? He made two mil last year. So again, you're, for only a, a million and a bit more <laughs> to get Mackenzie Weger is good. Versus but Eric Good So you have Kadri, Huberdo, and Weger versus Good Branson to Chuck Goodrell. and Monahan. And Monahan, but Monahan no, didn't play for the Sean Monahab. I think overall their their team got better. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I think, I think so, so too. Well. Which is crazy to say, but I think they got better. Yeah, that's uh, it's a very good point. And I think they were afraid of losing that like pain to play against with Matthew Kachuk. But hey, they got Nazem Kadri. Welcome, Nazem Kadri. I do want to point out something with JT Miller, his development path. And related to another American for the Leafs. So he got drafted 15th overall in 2011. 2011-2012, he had 62 points in 61 OHL games, which is not good for a 15th overall guy. It's not good at all. That would maybe get you drafted in the second round that year, right? 2012-2013, he plays... 42 games in the AHL, puts up 23 points. 26 games in the NHL, puts up four points. It has a good World Juniors on top of that. I believe they won the, the gold medal that year. Okay. The next year, 13-14. So he's 20-21. So no more entry-level slides. He's into his pro deal. 13-14, he has six points in 30 games with the Rangers, 42 points in 41 games with, in the AHL with Hartford. The year after that, he has 23 points in 58 games for the Rangers and then 15 points in 18 AHL games. I'm relating this to Nick Robertson. You, you got to be patient with these prospects. Well, Nick Robertson for sure, but this guy is playing 26 games, 30 games, 58 games as, as a 21-year-old. Oh, How many true. games has Nick Robertson played? 10. I would love yeah, for 10. Nick Robertson to play 30 games. This is his first games. year in his pro, in, into his pro deal. So, you know. I see JT Miller playing tw- and also, 20. also, JT wait, wait, wait. Miller never broke his leg. I see him playing 26 games at 19. So, pro deal or not pro deal, like. He played twenty. Robinson broke his leg this year, so there's also that. Okay. Right. I. Well, you're assuming he's going to play this year. That's the other issue. I think he's going to play at least. So he'll be 21 at JT Miller's 21 year old season. He had Mm -hmm. 23 points in 58 games. That would be great. Do you think Nick Robinson's going to play 58 games? 21, 22. Nick Robinson's in 01, so 21, 22. Oh wow. I've really backed Probably, myself into a corner here. I don't know. I think he's going to get a good amount of and games. And how about this? His pedigree was way better than you just described JT Miller's pedigree in terms of junior production and AHL production. Yeah. JT oh, Miller played center. Here's another and, one. Yeah. Uh, Miller played in the playoffs his 2021 year. Nice. It's good. So I don't think... I don't think the other thing is I don't think the issue with Nick Robertson is like be patient for him to be good. I think everyone thinks that he's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's like play him. Like yeah. JT Miller, you look at him playing. He he played. He played 26 games as a 19-year-old. He played 30 games as a 20-year-old. That would lo- that would be really nice. How were the Rangers that year? Oh, they were actually good. So never mind. I just I didn't really what was the the 
the finality of your i think a lot of people want to trade nick roberts yeah that's fair that's that if that's your solution yes i agree with you yeah i just i think he's he's a good chip for sure but i thought you were saying be patient in terms of like using him like no use him like use him they should use him i agree don't trade him unless you're getting some stud but what if you end up in a sandine 2.0 situation I don't even want to talk about this. I don't know how the Leafs are, are the second favorite team to win the Stanley Cup right now. Because they're probably they the team that Austin gets the Matthews, most. They have Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner. No, because they're the team that gets the most action in Vegas, probably. Probably. Oh, that too. That too. Surprised people are still throwing money on them to really? win the Cup. Yeah. I mean, our bottom six is just like, bro, like borderline eight. There, I I know someone who runs like some some number to model that they're more of a top ten than a top five team. Yeah, right now that's somewhere between uh, five and yeah. ten looks like probably where they'd end up. Depends yeah. on how you stack it, but I still think they have a chance to be a top five. A hundred percent. They they could easily make a move at the deadline. I think right. one team that's passed and it seems like it sucks because Patrietti got hurt. But I look at Carolina and what they're doing, and they're like mm. they're moving. So saving on. grace on, though, they don't have Austin Matthews. On, that's true. At FanDuel and BetMGM. Or sorry, only at FanDuel, uh, Carolina and Toronto are at the same price. Oh wow! But like other other books have Carolina, like uh, other books have Leafs more favorite to win the cup than Carolina. Who are the top five favorites to win the cup? Top five favorites are Colorado, number one, Toronto number two, Tampa, Tampa number or sorry, uh, Colorado, Toronto, Florida, Carolina, Tampa. Are those three the same odds? Florida, Carolina. So Florida's plus. The best best odd or the if you're line shopping the best odds you can get is plus one one thousand one hundred. Uh, Carolina's best odds is plus thirteen hundred. Tampa Bay's best odds is plus twelve twelve hundred. But at other sports books like Carolina's probably averaged around plus a thousand. Uh, Florida is looking like around plus nine fifty, and Tampa is like plus twelve hundred. Florida would be like if I could fade that I would fade that yes. so hard. Yeah, I would fade I agree. that so, especially with Paul I think, Maurice coming. I, I think in. Florida has a chance to take a, a massive step back. I, and that was what I was saying about that Matthew Kachuk trade. Fair. I think they really have a chance to take a big step back. We'll see. Yep. Yep. All right. But yeah, Kadri, we're happy for him. Happy for Calgary fans. He got paid. They brought the cup back uh, to London, London and Toronto. Who's back awesome. of the week? Who's Flames back? fans. Flames fans. Well, who's back in the month, it yeah. seems like, actually. Who had a better offseason, the Flames or the Senators? The Senators. The Flames or the Senators? The Senators. Well, well the, Flames the Flames also lost, lost yeah. so much. The Senators didn't... The, I would say the Flames from Ju- July, whatever, from that Kachuk trade on mm-hmm. kind of thing. The Senators but. made, like, low-key some of the biggest moves. Like, those are bigger moves than teams have made in the last 10 years combined. Like, Yeah. Especially if they have Chikrin as well, mm-hmm. which I think they should be going all out to get him. Mm-hmm. I'd be scared. If, yeah. if they got Chikrin, I'd be scared. I would be scared. Oh. All right. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Anything all right. else? Nope. I think we're good. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Go be sure go. to rate the show, please.